0: To another episode of the My Nights Are Booked podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Beth Pollack, and today we're going to be talking about passion flicks, and obviously the release of Gabriel's Rapture Part 1 is, is what everybody, every passionist, is buzzing about right now. There's also some big news in the filming world. We have a confirmation that came out this week about uh, Resisting Roots is, is starting filming in Atlanta right now, and uh, so we're going to actually start with that. I just want to kind of briefly talk about it a little bit um resisting roots is a book by audrey carlin it's in the lotus house series and it's a story of genevieve who's a yoga instructor who connects with trent who is a baseball player who gets injured and he gets assigned to doing yoga as part of his recovery process and um yeah it's it's uh it's it's part of a series uh each book in the series is a standalone story so Uh, there's no word yet on whether the other books in the stories in the series are going to be made into movies, but for right now, we know that Resisting Roots is, is in progress and Louise Alston is directing. Now Louise is a, a passionista herself. She's, uh, she's actually directed, uh, The Will. So she's somebody who has worked with passion flicks before and understands how it works. And, and I can only imagine how amazing this movie is going to be, um, something that I, I didn't really think about, you know, every now and then I've been, and we've kind of talked about this in the past, but one thing that I love about passion flicks is that every time they option a movie, it triggers a lot of people to buy a book because not everybody has read every book. And I have to admit that, uh, you know, several books have come into my life because I learned that they've been optioned by passion flicks. And I think that's a really cool, kind of uh, circular, cyclical thing that happens where, uh, you know, people are introduced to new books because of passion flicks. And, you know, a new movie comes out. It's, you know, like, look how many people have suddenly become fans of the Gabriel series because the movies were made by passion flicks. And so it's a really great opportunity to, uh, you know, to get an audience, to build an audience, you know, both for the authors and for, passion flicks movies and, and certainly the actors in these movies, they, they develop quite a following as, uh, you know, once the, the casting has been announced. And so it's just, it's such a great opportunity for everybody. So every time a movie is announced or there's news about a movie, there are people who go rushing to read the book that the, the movie's based on. And in and, you know, some, some cases, it just triggers people to read the book again. In my case, when it comes to resisting roots, I somehow missed that one. There's a huge list out in the world, out in the social media world. And and I feel kind of bad because I've seen this list several times and I'm fairly certain that I have either purchased or read every one of the books that's on the list. Somehow I missed Resisting Roots and I'm actually kind of excited about it because that means that I get to experience reading the book knowing that it's going to be made into a movie. And that changes everything for me when I know that a book is going to become a movie. And uh, it's something, you know, like I said, normally I catch those things when the books are announced as being optioned. That's how I, I, I mean, Kylie Scott's uh, the uh whole series, you know, that, that's uh, so incredible, it starts with Lick. And, and, and there's just, oh my God, there's so many, so many books that I've just... Kristen Proby, oh my god, that's how I came across Kristen Pro Kristen Proby was when Um With Me in Seattle and Easy Love were announced, and I bought them and I fell in love with them, and now I have every one of Kristen Proby's books. And that's saying a lot, because she has a ton of books, a ton of books. But I had to read them all. So now I find myself in the the enviable, enviable position, honestly where I get to go and read resisting roots, knowing that this book is going to become a movie. And it, it kind of changes the whole perception of, of how you experience or how I experience reading a book, because in the past, you know, let's be honest, you know, when I was reading Gabriel's Inferno 10 years ago, God, 10 years ago, I never really thought of it. I mean, I, in an abstract way, I thought about it becoming a movie, but it was you know netflix wasn't doing originals at that point and yeah you know, there were there were no places to make movies like that it was very rare for movies to to be created from from books especially romance books and and stories like like Gabriel's inferno I mean it was it was unusual so the idea of you know a book becoming a movie uh, you know being being that it was so unusual it was something that was it was very abstract you'd sit and kind of think like oh this would be you know this would be it would be neat to see this come to life and i think that's why so many people who are fans of sr's work that's why they got really excited when passion flicks optioned you know optioned the books is it was like now the the dream is becoming a reality but you know as you as you read a book and, and I've, I've had this, this happen to me a lot recently. I've been reading books like crazy the past two or three weeks. Cause I've had oodles of free time and uh, I've been reading all sorts of books. And if I, it's funny because now I think like, man, someone needs to make this book into a movie. And then I imagine like where it would belong. Like, is it a Netflix kind of movie? Is it a passionflix kind of movie? You know, every movie has different reasons. You know, if, if it's a a giant movie, you know, maybe it, it, it should be it Netflix or something where it's, it's, it's got, I, I don't know. I, I mean, there's, I, I see things in different, different ways just because I know how movies are made. And and in some cases you want to see a little bit of, um, you know, you want to see things change a little bit from the, you know, from the book to the the script that the movie is based on. And that's why I wouldn't want passion flicks to make certain books because they need a little work to go onto the big screen. The, the What I love about passion flicks is that they don't change anything. And so if a book is perfect the way it is, and, and as every acquisition they have made has been spot on where you don't need to change anything. I mean, everything is great the way it is. So you can just write a script and, you know, write a script based on the movie and, and have as much of the movie or have as much of the original, uh, you know, original content in it as possible. And all of a sudden you've got this really great movie and it's, it's just, it's, it's like the book has come to life. That's why I love Pat Passionflix making movies. Now, if I look at something like, um, we'll just use game of Thrones as an example. I've never read a game of Thrones book, uh, a song of ice and fire. I've, Uh, or fire and ice. I don't know. Because honestly, people, I don't read fantasy very much because it hurts my brain. It really does. I tried. I tried. I actually tried to watch Game of Thrones. I watched some of it. I watched, well, I should say I watched about 75% of it. I still haven't watched seasons two, three, and part of four, but I watched the rest of it. I watched season one, and that's why I stopped watching it because I was kind of bummed out about how that all went down. And then it got a little dark, and I was like, yeah, I don't really think i this very much and then then I got back to it because it was really popular and I thought I'll just read about it so I kind of read about what happened I never saw the red wedding I never saw any of that stuff but I know what they are because I read about them but uh, you know when you look at a, at a series like that on such a huge scale I appreciate what HBO was able to do with it because they took it and they gave it a new life where they they made a lot of changes there were, there were a lot of things that were added to the story that weren't there before. Um, you know, I look at AMC, look at The Walking Dead. Two of the most popular characters on The Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon and Carol Pelletier, um, she, they weren't in the graphic novels. They, they were barely there. And, and they're the biggest, biggest characters in the series right now but they weren't there originally. And so, you know, you have to take those kind of artistic, uh, you know, artistic licenses to, to develop things. And, and, you know, again, that's kind of the, where, when things need a little bit of work or whatever, that's where they kind of, you know, you find a home that's appropriate for them. But what I'm getting at here, I did not mean to go off on a tangent about studios and different studios making different things, but It's really fun when you know that a book is going to come to life because when you fall in love with the characters, oh my God, there's nothing better than knowing that the book is going to become a movie and you get to see it come to life. There's nothing, there's nothing better than that. Um, You know, I remember reading Wicked and wondering how that was going to look on screen and I wasn't disappointed. I loved Wicked. I thought that was a great movie and a great adaptation of the movie. Um, you know, I'm so excited to see this man. I'm so excited for uh, oh my God, the With me in Seattle series. You know, I, I know they've only optioned the first book, but spoiler alert, there's so many characters in these books that all end up having their own stories in subsequent books uh, in Christian Proby's uh, series that you get to meet them all in the first book. And so I'm just excited that we're gonna get to meet the Montgomery family these are things that make me really excited. So I'm really excited to, to know that uh, resisting roots is a book that I have not read yet. So I'll be able to talk, talk to you about it and we'll, we'll talk about it. It's, it's on my Kindle right now. I'm going to be reading that probably this week because I have no patience. And um, yeah, fun fact about me and patience. One year I opened all of my Christmas presents three days before Christmas because my mom made the mistake of putting them under the tree early. And she thought that, you know, like you want to have that idyllic picture of Christmas presents under the tree and, you know, the whole thing. And no, you don't do that to Sarah Beth because if Sarah Beth sees the presents, it's going to drive her nuts and she needs to know what's inside. And so Sarah Beth opened all of her presents three days before Christmas. And I am not ashamed to admit that I was in my twenties when that happened not that long ago well it was kind of long ago but it point is I'm not good with patience so I will be reading resisting roots in the next day or so because I can't I just can't wait and yeah I did buy the second book in the series too because I I, I know I'm gonna love that and I know I'm gonna finish the whole series probably by the end of the month so that's just the way we roll over here what we do but shifting gears I want to talk a little bit about Gabriel's rapture. Um, I did a a review on the my nights are book website, but Oh my God, now that everybody's seen it, I I am. So I really wanted to see what everybody's reaction would be to the movie because I, I knew as soon as I watched it, um, I wasn't able to be at the premiere, but I had a screener. So I waited to watch the screener after the premiere. So I could kind of experience it with everybody else. And, and, uh, Oh my God, what a beautiful movie. Can we just, Tosca Musk is an absolute genius when it comes to bringing, it's like she was put on earth to bring these movies to life, which is a weird thing to say, but it's true. I mean, she's just, she just has such an eye for bringing SR's work to life and directing the cast and giving, you know, Melanie and Julia direction and how they, oh, just every look and every, every frame is so perfect. Ugh such a great movie. Oh my God. But I have to admit, one of the things that I really enjoyed about this movie, and, and obviously it's, it's word for word. It's, it's nearly word for word, you know, of the, of the book. So this is no surprise, but one thing that I really liked seeing come to life are the other characters in Gabriel universe where you have, you know, you have Pakiani Starting to do his scheming, and you have Krista Peterson starting to do her screen her scheming and you have Natalie you have you know poor Paul is wrapping his presents and you're just there's so many you see all of these different people coming together and you know because these movies I, I I think the idea of trilogies for each book is brilliant because you get to explore so much but the 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 first movie really sets up what's coming and and it's able to to encapsulate all of the elements that are important in setting up this movie so if you've never seen the first three movies or if you've never read the books you can watch this movie and know like oh yeah something's coming you know something is going to interrupt the beautiful life that gabriel and julia are 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 building right now and, and it's just about to blow up and i really think that that's just it's just uh, yeah. I really enjoyed the movie. And uh, I, I just think it's, it, it's like the, it's really special when you have, when you have movies that allow the, the setting to come to life. And in this case, you know, Italy is just, it, it's not just a background. It's not just a location. It's a character. I mean, Italy becomes a character. The color blue becomes a character in this movie they were part of the book but they come to life as characters in this movie you cannot look at this movie and not see how amazing Florence looks I mean Tosca's eye as a director and capturing the shots and the way that the that everything is is blended together and obviously the whole Flicks team is is part of that the way it's edited and and filmed. I mean there's there's so many people that that are part of this process to make the movie look so good. But it just it's so amazing to me that you know that that all of these elements are are able to be celebrated. And again, this is why this is exactly why what we were talking about earlier about how certain certain studios need to make certain movies. This is what I love about Passion Flicks is that you get to have movies where you don't have to rush through and take a 400-page book and condense it into a two-hour movie. You can take time. You can, you can show scenes and have the silence between characters that extends so that you can see what's going on in the background. And you can see the focus on ties and dresses and shoes and bathrobes. And all of those things that are so important to the way that this story is told. You don't have to rush through those things. You can celebrate them and you can embrace them, and I think that that's one of the elements that really makes this movie so special. But it makes it so special that Passionflix is is the home of the Gabriel series, so that you can have these moments. It's it's not, um, you know. I'm sure a mini series would be great. You know, I, I think that you know Driven works really well as a mini series, but I really think that that Gabriel series is just it comes to life so well in this series of trilogies. It's just it's brilliant and uh it's very much like Star Wars and if you're a Star Wars fan then it actually makes a whole lot of sense that you have all of these trilogies and you know it's it's the SR extended universe and I think that's just awesome that we live in a world where that's a thing but you know I, I, at the end of the day I oh my God, if you asked me what my favorite movie was between the four, now that there are four movies, I still can't wrap my brain around that. You ask, I, I don't I don't know that I could give you an answer because each movie is so special in its own way that I, I don't know. I'm still, I, I will admit I'm very partial to the first movie, to Gabriel's Inferno Part One. First, I don't know if it's just because that was the first movie. Oh my, but I I just, I love that movie. I love it so much. So maybe that is my favorite, but I don't really have a favorite because I don't do favorites. But if it if I had a favorite, that would probably be my favorite. Probably. Definitely, probably, maybe. Yeah. But, you know, I, I I oh my gosh. Getting back to getting back to the day the movie came out, you know, and obviously it came out a little early. It was it was a little surprise from passion Flicks to release the movie early. I think it was just, it was so neat to see how many people, and this sounds kind of mean, but I thought it was adorable how many people saw that the movie was out early and they were like trying to fit it into their day because obviously, you know, if if it comes out early and, uh, you know, it's supposed to be out at midnight or 2am or whatever time it was, depending on where you are. But, uh you know, the thing about the the SR community is that everybody's all around the world. So you had people at different points of the day and night trying to to start watching the movie. And so uh, some of the tweets that I loved the most were the people talking about how they were on like their lunch break. And it was like, okay, I've got 30 minutes to get 30 minutes of the movie in, and then I'm going to watch 15 minutes on my next break. And I just, I love that. I think it's just so friggin' cool that you have people like that people are so excited. And, and you know, so today as I record this, uh, it's, it's November 29th, which is Spider-Man day, because that's the day that tickets go on sale for Spider-Man, uh, no way home. And I'm thinking about how many people weren't able to get tickets to the premiere or to the, you know, the, the date, the release date, they want to see it on the first day. And, and it was almost impossible to score tickets, but you know, because of the way passion flicks operates, everybody got to see it at the same time, the way it, you know, the way it came out, depending on where you are in the world. And, uh, that the only thing that, that was different is like what time it was where you happened to be. And so I just, I love the idea of people waking up in the middle of the night and getting a tweet and seeing, you know, like, oh my God, it's up early, you know, or it's out early and, and it's, you know, 3am, but I'm going to get up and watch it. Like, I love that. I just think it's it's so awesome. And it's, I, I just, I don't know. You, you all know, if you, if you know me, you know that I love, I love the Passionflix community. I love SR's community. that I'm, blessed to be a part of it and, and to have been a part of it for as long as I have been since whenever I started reading the books. But it's it's one of those things that as someone who, you know, works in entertainment, you see so many different types of people and so many different fandoms and it's just such a wonderful community and I just think it's just so wonderful to think of people you know on their coffee breaks and you know their breaks at work and trying to fit movie you know parts of the movie in while they're cooking dinner and other people are are in bed watching it because it's three in the morning and you know it's just it's so cool to think that everybody was brought together by this movie and they stopped what they were doing so that they could watch it as soon as possible I just think that's so cool and I think it's something that it just—it's one of those things that I absolutely love about passion flicks. So there you have it, and I'm sure I'm actually—I—I I can actually tell you that I will be talking more about Gabriel's Rapture in the coming weeks and probably months uh, with a couple of special guests that are going to be coming to the podcast that I'm not going to tell you about quite yet. But yeah, I mean, I'm so excited, and congratulations to SR whose name I still will not pronounce. I can do it, but I will not do it because it's French and I don't do it. I'm not going to do it. But congratulations to SR. Congratulations to Tosca Musk and the entire Passion Flicks team and to Melanie and Julio and everybody involved in the movie. It's such a great movie. And I can't wait to talk about it more in the coming days and weeks. So I will leave you with that. If you have any questions or comments or suggestions for the podcast, please let me know, please subscribe to the podcast that does huge things for me as, uh, as I attempt to grow the podcast. So subscriptions to the podcast and, uh, reviews of the podcast, those all help me, uh, metrics or everything in life. So, uh, the more, the more, of the, the more things that I have to, to show that the podcast is successful, the better off the podcast will be in the long run. So thank you so much for your support. Thank you for listening. And, uh, yeah, if you wonder where I am, I'm probably reading a book somewhere. I'm probably watching Gabriel's Rapture and reading a book and trying to do multiple things because lately my nights have been booked. Thank you so much, everybody, and I will talk to you soon.